Welcome to the RICO 12 Shares Podcast. This is an open to all addictions and afflictions sharing meeting. If you would like to record a share or a recovery prayer for RICO 12 Shares, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash shares and follow the links there or click on the link in the show notes. RICO 12 Shares is not a dumping ground for problems, nor is it a place for storytelling. RICO 12 Shares is not a place for crosstalk or contacting others. RICO 12 Shares is not a place to promote or proselytize any products, services, or specific religions. RICO 12 Shares is a place to share and hear the solution, your experience, strength, and hope. RICO 12 Shares is a short shares-only meeting closed out with a recovery prayer that is recorded by any one of our participants or audience members. The RICO 12 family of recovery services is supported by participants and listeners. To become a supporter, what we call a RICO 12 spearhead, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash support or click on the link in the show notes. It is now time to share. RICO 12 shares. Hi, my name is Ella. And I'm a recovered addict. I want to share my experience, strength, and hope on my trajectory with eight months, almost eight months, uh, being sober from all of my addictions. So I'm recovered from several substances, but I am still, uh, I'm recovered from love addiction sex and love addiction, but it's a work in progress. That's my view on it because it's so, and codependency as well, because it's so, um, like it's not something you can stop doing, connecting with people. Um, And the habit, for example, of being attracted to unavailable men is was so strong that I have gradually become uh, well, like it, like the big book says, I recoil now from like as from a hot flame. But it's been gradual. It's like I have to touch the hot uh, stove. I've had to, and then realize this is just nauseating for me now it's it's just is not good like the same happened for me with alcohol I tried it one more time after taking the 12 steps and I I felt super ill and um I feel like I'm finally uh transitioning to a different uh psychic change like I'm having a psychic change now for love addiction because I had a resistance I had a resistance to not being infatuated by the person I was in a relationship with not being infatuated by them and not infatuating them so I I wanted I wanted that and I loved it I loved the feeling so much that it was hard for me to let it go. But um, despite that, despite the fact that I still fell for someone and 
the, what happened this time was that I was no longer, um, I was no longer uh, hungover from the effect as long, long as I used to be. And I was no longer resentful. I was accepting. But that acceptance was what led me to see that I had resistance to uh, accepting that there is another way of relating to a, a person in a relationship, in a love relationship that I am completely unaware of. And there's fear behind that. But I have transformed that fear into trust and into enthusiasm and zeal on working on the rest of my programs, which are plenty, <laughs> and becoming that person that I admire, that I want to admire, instead of looking for them outside, I'm looking for them inside. I want to become that person that I admire. If that makes sense, I like was kind of confusing, but that's my share for you today. And thank you for uh, letting me share and uh, see you soon. Rico 12 shares. Hello, my name is Ethan. I am an addict to sex and to lust. My life is unmanageable and I am powerless over my addiction. Um, I've, I've relearned a, a principle. I'm learning a principle here. The principle of, of reaching out, and having contact with other fellows in the program. I know for myself as an addict, I can isolate very easily and I can get inside of my own head. And if I'm not careful, uh, without enough contact with others, I can start to concoct interesting ideas that aren't always based on on truth. And um, I kind of get in my own head. And uh, recently, I noticed I kind of fallen off. I hadn't been reaching out, hadn't been making my daily calls. And I just kind of started to, to isolate a little bit. And some of the thoughts that I had, you know, um, weren't, you know, weren't always the, um, yeah, like I said, weren't always based on truth. And they were kind of some some crazy ideas. And I was starting to, to behave based on those ideas that had started to creep into my mind. And then I reached out to a friend a recovery friend, a good friend of mine, a re accountability partner. And I was just kind of explaining some of my thought process. And then it came a moment in our conversation. And I said, you know what? That's that's crazy. I don't know how I came to that conclusion. Like, I totally misconstrued things. And I, I totally misinterpreted things I was reading and hearing. And I just kind of created my own game plan in my head that was way off base. And he's like, well, I'm an addict as well. And I can totally understand. He's like, yeah, in this moment, what you were explaining to me, I could, you know, is off base, but I, that could happen to me. It could happen to all of us. And so I, I just wanted to share the principle of having uh, daily or regular contact, having having calls and, and then being able to have contact, be in touch with truth. It helps me break my isolation. It helps me break um, unhealthy or an, an inaccurate patterns of thought that can lead to uh, to less than ideal uh, behavior. And anyway, I'm just so grateful for the fellows in my program. I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, that I have that connection and that opportunity. And um, it's not always easy. Some, you know, it's very easy to say, oh, I've got this or I don't want a call or it's going to be inconvenient, but uh, it's so worth it. It is so worth it to reach out. Um, it's really, really helped me and been a vital part of my recovery and working my program is that connection with others. Thanks for letting me share today. My name is Ethan and I will pass. Mm -hmm.
Rico 12 shares. Hi, my name is Nira. I'm a recovered codependent, alcoholic, sex and love addict, and a lot of other things. And I have experienced with the solution as laid out in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, our basic recovery text. And in this book, there's a, a lot of beautiful questions, of course, but there's one particular question that has been sitting on my mind for a while now. And it's in the chapter called To Employers on page 140, that is 140. And it's the second paragraph there that it says, can you disregard? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it says, can you discard the feeling that you are dealing only with habit, with stubbornness or a weak will? Let, let's just sit on that for a while. Can I discard the feeling that I am only dealing with habit, with stubbornness, or a weak will? Can I do that? Can I do that about my own will? Can I, can, can, can I do that about my own behavior? Can I do that about my powerlessness? Can I discard? The feeling that I am only dealing with habit, with stubbornness, or weak will. If this presents difficulty, rereading chapters two and three, where the alcoholic sickness is discussed at length, might be worthwhile. And it goes on. You, as a businessman, or I, Nira, want to know the necessities before considering the result. Right? Always been like that. If you concede that your employee is ill, if I concede that I am ill, can he be forgiven for what he has done in the past? Can I be forgiven what I have done in the past? Can his past absurdities be forgotten? Can my past absurdities be forgotten? Can it be appreciated that he has been a victim of crooked thinking directly caused by the action of alcohol on his mind? On, on his, hmm, sorry, on his brain, right? Can, can it be appreciated that I have been a victim of crooked thinking directly caused by the action of alcohol on my brain. Yes or no? <laughs> I would highly recommend reading a chapter. It's really good. Double dip. Be the employer. Be, be, be the employee. Um, here I pass. <laughs> Rico 12 shares. Hi, my name is Leslie. I'm a sex and love addict and a person worthy of recovery. Uh, I am going to share about withdrawal today. I am part of a big book sponsorship recovery group. And there's not a whole lot in the big book about the experience of withdrawal. Um, so I would like to share some of my personal experience, strength and hope. 
um, with the aim of being helpful to fellows who are going through the same thing. Um, first stop, withdrawal is real. Withdrawal from people is real. Um, emotional, social, sexual withdrawal is real, and it's very painful. My sponsor shared with me um, if she said, if you're working your program and things are really tough, you are being primed for a miracle. So translation, keep going. <laughs> um, my experience in withdrawals, um, I was really sick. I was really sick. And uh, I had to treat myself like a very sick person who was recovering from a lifetime serious disease. Um, I slept a lot, slept full nights, not undisturbed, had a lot of nightmares, a lot of waking up in a cold sweat. Sometimes I woke up screaming. Um, and then I'd also need to sleep during the day. I'd fall asleep at lunch. I'd fall asleep in the afternoon. Um, not peaceful sleep, pretty agitated. Um, my digestive system was really affected. So I needed food that was really easy on my digestive system and also unbelievably easy to prepare. Just like take it from the fridge and put it in your mouth. <laughs> um, I did have to take sick days off of work. Um, and you know, that's okay. My higher power is my employer now. Um, chores and basic hygiene, you know, didn't get done many days and that's okay. That's okay. I'm still here. Um, some Actions that that really helped me, definitely reading step one to three every morning was incredibly helpful. I also talked to God a lot. A lot of the time I was yelling um, or crying, um, but I added God, I added myself as a contact on WhatsApp and I named it God. Uh, and then I can send voice notes and emojis and just let out all my emotions. Um, and yeah, it was just, I found that really helpful. I did three outreach calls a day where I just shared honestly. Um, speaker tapes I found really helpful just to have something playing in the background. Because uh, it's hard to listen really actively during that time. Um, other feedback that I, or not other feedback, other um, suggestions I got were to get a service position and to join a gratitude group and list daily gratitudes. Um I had a hard time doing those in my last withdrawal, but uh, I wanted to share them in case they're what someone else needs to hear. And lastly, just know that your body is going through massive, massive change on a spiritual level. Um, the pain of addiction does not end, but the pain of withdrawal does end. And there is so much peace and ease on the other side of it. Thanks for letting me share. Rico 12 shares. Good evening. My name is Shalom, and I'm a gratefully recovering lust fantasy addict. I want to speak today about the journey of recovery as outlined in the big book. We come with the program broken in the pit of despair, hitting rock bottom. The only way out is up. We need to launch into a program of action. So our higher power will rocket us into the fourth dimension. As was mentioned in the promises, 
sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, they will come to us. Joe and Charlie explained that the sometimes quickly is a spiritual experience, that white light, if you will, that Bill experienced, or anything that we might experience as a spiritual experience is fast, usually, and quick, and it launches us into the fourth dimension. However, we can't live over there. We need to live on the ground among the people, which is when we come down to earth, we continue maintaining the spiritual condition, and then we get our daily reprieve, and we get to a position of neutrality, safe and protected. That, they explain, is that sometimes slowly is the spiritual awakening, a daily reprieve that we get based on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. May I do thy will always, and continue walking the path of recovery one day at a time. Thank you for listening. It is now time to close the RICO 12 Shares meeting. If you wish to share some of your recent experience, strength, and hope, or have insights that you've gained from other speakers or other meetings, please follow the links in the show notes to our website and submit a recorded share there. You can also become a RICO 12 spearhead and financially support these projects by clicking on the support link in the show notes. Thanks. We will now launch off into the rest of our day with a prayer. Hi, my name is Stefano, and I will do the seven-step prayer. My Creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. Keep coming back. It works when you work it. So work it. You are worth it.